You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV Sleepy Hollow After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Sleepy Hollow After Show. Hey there, sleepyheads. You know what time it is. You just watched Sleepy Hollow, or you watched it last night, and guess what? It's time for the Sleepy Hollow After Show. I am Matt Lieberman. Joining me on the panel, as always, is the funny and hilarious Mr. Stephen Lemieux. Hey, guys. On the ones and twos. And uh, unfortunately, Jackie Browski could not be here tonight. She could not make it. Uh, she had a previous commitment. She's at callbacks for a play, and we're all pulling for her. So everyone tweet out good vibes to her tonight. But joining us on the panel in her stead is the fantastic Miss Joyce Azuri. Hi, everyone. Who's joining us from uh, the Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show. So glad to have you. Thank glad you for coming. Glad to be here. <laughs> so, the episode is Season 1, Episode 7, The Midnight Ride. We kind of got a sense from the uh, from the post-credits stuff, like all the extra scenes last week that we were getting something Paul Revere-y a little bit this week. I'm just going to point out, for first of all, for those of you watching at home, uh, I'm in a sling. I had surgery this morning on my wrist. I'm okay, uh, but I am a bit woozy. I'm on medication, so if I'm not as quick as I would like, that's my personal private shame, and don't judge me for it. Everybody so, uh, go on Twitter and virtually sign his cast. Yeah, virtually sign Get my well, cast. I'll post a picture, I'll tweet out a picture of my cast. It's not a cast, it's like a dressing, but I'll tweet out a picture of it and you can virtually sign it. That'd be cool. <laughs> so um, this episode, like, Okay, we've been waiting for the Horsemen to come back since the pilot. And uh, don't get me wrong, I like this episode a lot. It did feel a little bit paint by numbers at points uh, because it was kind of like an advancing the story episode. Like by the end of the episode, the, the g sort of the chessboard looks completely different. Frank now accepts that the Headless Horseman is real. Yes. Andy has reared his head again. Uh, the Horseman has been captured. Jenny is going to be coming out of the insane asylum the following day to live with Abby. So the, the, the world of the show and our team looks completely different now than it did at the top of the episode. Just at times it felt like we were just kind of waiting for those changes to happen. Definitely. I'm so... I think Frank finding out about the Headless Horseman being real was my favorite moment. Right? In that episode. I was like, finally, he doesn't think they're they're crazies. It needed to happen, and I'm it glad did. it happened sooner rather than later. When we had Orlando here in the studio, he made it sound like it wasn't going to happen for a long time. Yeah, he said that would be like a gigantic thing for him. Like, you, you'd think that it would happen in season two or three. Yeah. But, which, I mean, which, it happened now. I, yeah. I don't know if it's just the Headless Horseman, though. Maybe he's more of a see-it-to-believe-it kind of guy. Sure. So it might just be the Headless Horseman, and it might be kind of Scooby-Doo style. Like, it might not be really him. But I guess after the end of this episode, you can't really, like, yeah. deny it. Well, I mean, he when shot a guy him a bunch of times, yeah. too. And when a guy starts smoking when he's putting UV light and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, you, do you think that um, he believes that Ichabod is actually from the past? Do you think that's still he's still skeptical about that? I mean, you'd have to think 
now, right? Yeah. I would. I mean, I mean, otherwise, it's just the most elaborate prank that anyone has ever pulled. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, Abby, uh, listen, you're great. Uh, your sheriff's dead. I have this idea for this awesome prank. It's going to cost $8 million, and I've been working on it for several years. Are you in or out? It's like that. What was that Jim Carrey movie with all the cameras? Oh, The Truman Show. Yeah, it's like if, if it's like Irving thinks it's The Truman Show, and they're all just pranking him. Or at the very least, The Joe Schmo Show. The Joe Schmo. Oh, my God. If yeah. that's the end of the entire show, the entire series, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> it's just like, we got you, Frank. Just kidding, everyone. <laughs> we spent seven years getting you to believe in the paranormal <laughs> just so that we could ruin your view of the world, sucker. Oh. Your wife took your dog? Well, guess what? It wasn't really a dog. It was a cat. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, hey, but that's that's cool, and we're gonna get into we're gonna get into Frank. Uh, so I don't wanna I don't wanna do too much of that up top. I wanna just start. Let's just talk uh, Abby and Ichabod, because uh, there's there's so much more meat on the bone, Frank. We're gonna get to that. So Abby, uh, Abby and Ichabod, Ichabod. This episode, you know, like pushing Abby back into the arms of Morales, like teasing her about love life. They're like they're getting more loose. In their in their discussion every week. Yeah. And he's conquering the the trials of voicemail. Yes. Oh yeah. A missive via voice. And I, yeah. I still I still doubt that it will be on your <laughs> smartphone. <laughs> and hmm. the internet, as he called it. <laughs> the internet. Yeah. The internet. If we have to use the internet, then we might as well find <laughs> something else. But I loved how I loved how he signed off on his voicemail like it was an email, like it was a letter you're writing. <laughs> Respectfully yours, Ichabod Crane. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he doesn't know the protocol. Back when you sent any messages, you had a certain level of decorum. You know what's sad, this though? I guess people in, like, high school nowadays don't know the protocol because nobody uses the phone anymore. They just text. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I can't even tell you the last time I've gotten a voicemail. And I feel like I, I feel awkward leaving it on other people's phones. I'm like, they're never going to check this. <laughs> uh, here's a, a weird thing, though. Like, uh, as hilarious as it was when we had that scene where Ichabod didn't know how to use the computer uh, and he wound up watching webcam porn... Um, still here. That, uh, that was hilarious. Hilarious. I feel like he would at least know how to use a keyboard because letters are still letters. Yeah. Am I they wrong? Didn't, they didn't. They didn't did they have typewriters back then? I don't, I don't think they I don't did. Think they so. didn't have. They didn't have typewriters, but he knows what letters look he could, like. Yeah, he could still discern like each key and everything, but. But he's not trying to. He's not trying to spell something. He's, he's trying, trying to, to click, right? He's trying yeah. to click, and all he's got is a space bar and the arrow keys. Right. So he printed it five times <laughs> just in case it disappeared. That like sounds it did. like something my grandparents would say trying to use a computer. Like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. And then the the ten ten uses to keep your assault rifles well. It's like, Abby, I have made a grave error. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I love that he brought it back later, though, when. After the internet porn thing mm -hmm. where he opens it and is like, still here. <laughs> yeah. And then he brought it back. And it's like, well, Katrina was a witch. Couldn't you bring her? Don't you think I would have tried that already? <laughs> yeah. I even thought of that yeah. for other reasons. For other reasons. For other reasons. That have oh. nothing to do with our mission. I didn't catch that the first time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good well, point. That's, maybe that's just that's what men we mentality. were inferring. Ichabod's mentality. got an Ichaboner. He's gotten oh. He's got an Ichabod. <laughs> He's got to scratch that Ichabod. What is that? Three three puns. <laughs> three puns. So, that's a dollar fifty. Yeah, it's twenty three fifty. Twenty three fifty. Not bad for the first what five minutes. Yeah. I mean, Joyce has this one episode, so we'll make her pay for everything. Yeah. There yeah. you go. No, it's it's on it's on us. I, I wish can't I, knew I can't it make gone you. To the bank. Oh, that's okay. We still have we still have weeks to go. <laughs> and folks, remember if you want to get in on this action, because I feel like we're gonna get we've six episodes left. 
I think we're going to get way up there, at least in the 40, 50 bucks. If you want that cash, you got to be following myself, Mr. Stephen Lemieux, Jackie Borowski on Twitter, but also throw Joyce some, some, some Twitter love. Yeah. yeah. Because she's awesome. Otherwise, we wouldn't have her on our Precious Precious podcast. Also, I didn't get many puns. People need to start tweeting them to us. Yeah, hashtag punjar, guys. Yeah. Hasht- tweet them to us, all yeah. of us, hashtag punjar, and we will... Wait, hashtag punjar or hashtag sleepy puns? I thought it was hashtag punjar. I know, and but other people both. other people use hashtag punjar. We're getting we're getting off topic. We are. <laughs> well, the official rules will be will be out for the for the sweepstakes. We promise. So um so we've got this hilarious scene at the computer. They're tracking the horseman, and uh, they they figure out okay it's the head that he's after. Um, Frank has sent it away to another lab. I felt it felt very Mara- Mario e like the, your princess is in another castle. <laughs> well, um, is this is this after they find all the masons dead? Oh yeah, it yes. is. Oh, they, let's talk about that. Yeah, scene. Yes. They, he goes because originally they split up because she was going to go get coffee and he was going to go to the mason house to open up some mason jars and maybe find the head. But no, um, wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and Abby, he was trying to get Abby to come. That was the voicemail. He was trying to get Abby to come anyway, even though they don't right. allow women because he would have it be like it. He falls was on trying me. to undo a one-man war on sexism within the Freemasons, exactly. and good on him because he's he's great. And of course, you want to do that. Is, and that's a little bit of irony too, because we're having someone from the past where women couldn't vote or couldn't be a part of many things come into this future where he's upset that they won't let a woman in part of this when it's in the present. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that that's kind of a, a play on the the times. And Bro's a progressive. Yeah, man. Yeah. And plus, he knows that she's all about, you know, women's rights and being able to do everything that and he she's, can do. And she saved his life a week ago. That too. You know, he knows that she's worthy of being an in. The fact that she's a woman shouldn't bear any significance in this discussion. Yeah. And ironically enough, this voicemail that he leaves for her could very well be the reason that he got there later than the horseman and he didn't wind up dying. Uh, and I was like, I was like, I wonder if James Frain's gonna be back as as one of the Freemasons. And we got that answered pretty uh, pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. Dead. I'm... The guy who was dead. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harmonize. Mm-hmm. Dead. dead. <laughs> all right. So, Fantastic. <laughs> so all these guys get beheaded, but there's no heads. I don't know that that dinner party. This that steak was so good. The heads rolled. Ugh, but 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 um, <laughs> I gotta say like it's just kind of crazy like I mean what would you do if you walked in and you're just like oh everyone's head was cut off because mm-hmm. and our freaking closed captioning thumping mm-hmm. those were gunshots yeah no we, so we watch the show with the closed caption so we don't miss anything and more often than not they label it completely differently they translate Ichabod yeah they translate what? him like I have deciphered the code turns into I cracked the code. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It it makes it makes Ichabod a 21st century American. That's yeah. hilarious. It's yeah. terrible. No, they're going to throw an <laughs> L L in there at some point. But like Did yeah. they change his lieutenant to lieutenant? Yes, they do. They did? They do. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love lieutenant. Well, no, <laughs> it, that's how you spell it. You just you pronounce it differently. It's it's still spelled the same way. It's not left Tenant. But I bet closed captioning thought it was, and they just hmm. wanted to okay. spite us. Okay. Actually, I looked it up, and we could talk about it later. All right, we can talk <laughs> about it later. Uh, so the heads are all missing. Uh, major disappointment. You know, we were, wanted some heads, but then 
Because when you're at a dinner party, <laughs> dinner's already been served. Everyone's dead. There's got to at least be a nice going away present. And it was left above a car park. Uh, and, <laughs> you're yeah. trying to avoid saying what you're... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was left above, above a car park. Uh, Abby asks, you know, so one if by land, two if by sea... Oh, and we got to talk about that scene uh, with the Paul Revere tour guide guy. Oh, yeah. We I were. loved that yeah. scene. Yeah, that um, So she's like, what is four for? Uh, not for nothing. It's not double C. Uh, it's actually <laughs> four heads. Yeah. <laughs> One if by land, two if by sea, three if by double land, <laughs> and four if by double C. They come from both Cs. That's what double C is. But no, it's not that. It's just heads that have been hollowed out and there's silver up in the top of the yeah. dome, uh, top of their noggins. Silver under the dome. Silver under the dome. What up? Um, uh, was there? The I don't know if I if I missed something, but was there like some sort of bullet hole looking thing at the top of the skull? That was the uh, that was the rivet that they yeah, that he drilled in. And I gotta say, oh, man, oh, death okay. is death is great at He's arts and crafts. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, true. like he he shops at Michaels. Like yeah. Honestly. Well, if you've ever, you know, made a jack-o'-lantern, right? Like, he cleaned those skulls out so well. There yeah. was no See muss. right through them. Yeah, no muss, no fuss, no no clinging Skin flesh. Skin perfectly intact. Was, it yeah. didn't even seem like it was Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful work. <laughs> was it even the skull, or was it... It looked like it was more just the skin around yeah, the head. Yeah, it looked like he had, like, bronzed the skin like you would booties. And Maybe I, he did take out the skull, and the silver is what just shaped it overall yeah maybe because some science behind it i right? gotta say like okay i talked about this i've talked about this three times since watching the episode yeah well i was teeing you up because i know you want to talk about it abby's a little bit too comfortable <laughs> with severed heads that have been hollowed out with candles inside that she has to blow the candle out through yeah. the eyeball that i mean she was just like and talking with ichabod with it like three inches away from your <laughs> face like Hey, yeah, no, no, no. Like she's, to make out with she was thing. the girl who would probably like pull it up and be like, <laughs> she was probably filming and then on the off times taking the head and be like, hello, I'm a Mason. Yeah. Like, that's what <laughs> to I just meant. Or not to be, that is, I'm a witness. <laughs> to yes. die, to sleep. Mm, well, like no I said, more. she did justify it with her like occasional, ugh. You know, yeah. well, maybe for it's that just temporary that bad look of disgust. She's, maybe she's just super. She's, I mean, it is a separate. <laughs> she's super used to it. She's been hanging out with Crane a little too much. I mean, she saw her mentor's head get cut off right yeah. in front of her, so she's hardened immediately by the situation. Okay, Batman saw his parents die. Doesn't mean that That's he's gonna true. like hold dead parents <laughs> in front of him and be normal around it. <laughs> it's like you don't get used to something just from it happening okay. once. I'm just trying to make it make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just pick one up. Hello, I love you. Won't you tell me your name? <laughs> Miss Mills, please. Show, show some decorum. I don't even know that song and I don't like it. Yes. Is that... <laughs> she lacks respect for the dead. Who, well, who composed that? These are my friends. They're so used to heads. I mean, yeah. they have death skull as like a paperweight on the yeah. desk. <laughs> just like... Oh my god. Yeah. Oh man. So, uh, th and they should have just given Frank a heads up. Punjar. Boom. <laughs> that was, you. I know, I, it was weak sauce, but you do that all the time. I know. You make Look, it was relevant. It was relevant. 24. <gasps> yeah. I just wanted us to be on an even number. Well, you mean, you know what? Uh, I'm going to make a Simf Simpsons reference. You know why? Uh, you, I won't get it. You saw the headless horseman yeah. running around with the heads? Yeah. 
It is a head bag chock full of heady goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to make a uh, this the episode where Bart chops off the statue's head, but nope. regardless. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, he's got a sack full of heads, big old sack. Uh, <laughs> the other funny scene we wanted to talk about, so they're trying to get more information about Paul Revere, so they go to the museum and... Uh, and this guy is just giving an apocryphal, uh, as as Ichabod puts it, display about uh, about Paul Revere. It's all wrong. Uh, so he feels the need to correct it. And like I can just tell, like museums are just like his kryptonite because they get everything <laughs> wrong. He's so pissed. Um, and he doesn't like puns. No. Paul was really, <laughs> as well as being revered. revered. <laughs> he was just like, ugh, ugh, no. I, think I thought about, it was hilarious. He just knew that we would have to put in fifty more cents. That's why. Oh yeah. Should we should we do that just for the sh one the show made? For, I think why we not? can do it for the show. Yeah. All right. Twenty four fifty. They did it for us, gang. They did it for all of us. I know, man. They they watch our show. I'm starting to think they do. Yeah. No, well, they do. They like yeah. us. They like us. <laughs> what up, sleepy writers? They like two thirds of us. Yeah. Oh. Like Matt. Oh no. No. no hey, no, no. listen. I. <laughs> I, depending on the week, now I they would won't say like him even I'm more. pretty much the favorite. And I know that by saying that, they broke it his won't arm. be true. They broke my arm. They planned it. They planned it. It's it's terrible. But I don't want to anger them. The Sleepy Hollow gods have been good to us uh, this whole season. So I do not want to anchor them. They have been good to us this whole season. Right? And speaking of being good to us this whole season... What's this iTunes thing I keep hearing about, Matt? Well, I'll tell you, Stephen. Tell me. There is a, a thing called a computer. It connects to other computers. You can buy and download various types of media from it, including our podcast. You have to buy our podcast? No. It actually uh, comes from a low, low price of free, and <gasps> it's available <laughs> weekly. Which, uh, for the stunning low price of free, you get a wonderful podcast, a whole fleet of podcasts produced by AfterBuzz TV, over 50 shows a week, uh, watched and streamed worldwide. But what you can do to help us, because you're like, wow, what a savings. I'm getting all this free stuff that I love. Some people we keep hearing on YouTube, and I love this, uh, watch or listen to our show that don't even watch Sleepy Hollow because they just want to get in on the fun. How do we pay for that fun? Good question. Uh, we pay for it through reviews, which are also free and take about a minute to do. So slap us with a five-star review. Let us know how much you like the show. Let uh, Maybe give Jackie uh, some good well wishes on her callback. And uh, tell us what you want to see coming up, what you think we could do uh, to make this show better. It keeps us searchable. It helps our bosses remember remember the 5th of November, uh, the gunpowder <laughs> treason and plot. A Don't week make ago, me mute you. <laughs> I won't be muted. I will never be muted again by you. Listen, I muted the wrong person. You muted the wrong person, <laughs> which just goes to show why I'm the favorite. But you can give us a review. It it really helps us out. Also, keep uh, commenting on the YouTube and tweeting at us. I know I was kind of uh, out of commission this week, but tomorrow I will be at my computer all day to respond to your comments. Uh, we love maintaining a conversation with you guys, and if you aren't on YouTube, you aren't on iTunes, and you want to let our bosses know, you want to let us know how much you love the show, you can email info at afterbuzztv.com, subject line, uh, let's ride to the end of the season like Paul Revere, <laughs> or something way better that maybe mentions the name of this show. You can also message us on Facebook, Yeah. but where can we follow you, Matt? 
Uh, well, you can follow me at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N on about Twitter. Miss Joyce? You can find me on Twitter at jajouri, J-A-J-O-U-R-I, and on Instagram at Eroja, which is I-R-U-O-J-A. Throw, and, yeah. throw Joyce some sleepy hollow love. Yeah, and make it your good deed wait, for the day. But where, where could they follow you, Stephen? Stephen? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I forgot. Maybe after I read some of these amazing comments, Please do. I'll remember. Please do. This no. podcast got me hooked. I stumbled across this podcast and was so enjoyable, I immediately subscribed to 26 other AfterBuzz shows. This 26? Right? That Seriously. is what we're talking about. This one is still my favorite. Love the host. Love the interaction. Love that they have the right balance of fun, silly, and true fan analysis. Keep up the awesome work. Thank you, Fisigna. Fisigna. <laughs> Fisigna. All right. The best host, period, from JB97.9. That sounds like a radio station. It does. This is one of the best podcasts ever. They have fun. Just great. JB97.9. And <laughs> You literally sound like you're doing a radio station, like and, a call, call ID. And the original Jenny says that she loves this podcast. She just watched Sleepy Hollow, and she fell in love with it and knew she had to find a podcast to follow alongside it. So glad she found this one. It's funny, in-depth, and a joy to listen to. Well, the original Jenny, I'm so glad that we're done with all these fake Jennies, and we finally have the original on our <laughs> side. So when Jenny comes back next week, we'll know that she's a fake and you're the real one, and hopefully you will come in and clear all this up. Thank you to everybody who reached out to us, and we seriously, we love all our fans. You guys are the best ever, and that's why we do this show for free week after week after week. And now that they're sick of talking about them. Yes. <laughs> now that you're done getting your butts kissed, as much as good as it feels, it feels weird, but it feels good, <laughs> it's time to talk about Captain Frank Irving, who had a big week this week. So, Frank, he's trying to get the head, he's looking at it, it's creepy, the eyes suddenly pop, the F open. That actually freaked me out. Right? I was watching the show at work, and I glanced at the at the screen right when the eyes opened, I was like, oh my god. I know. And it then, happened. for the whole rest of the episode, I was just staring at the head, waiting for the eyes to open yeah, again. Yeah, same with me. Yeah. Um, but Frank, uh, Frank witnesses the horseman behead this scientist dude, and then he's shooting at him, he's freaked out, he's like, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die right now. We get to see some Frank Irving resourcefulness. He shoots out those pipes, you know, temporarily freezing the horseman in his place. He grabs the head and he books it. And I was just like, as he gets into his car and he turns it on, I'm like, I'm like, run over the horse, run over ghost horse. <laughs> Not that I mean anything bad on horses or that I don't like them, but I'm just like, I'm just like, that would be the capper on this scene. And I would burst out laughing if he ran over the horse. <laughs> Just because it's, yes, it's corporeal, but it's also not real, okay? Everyone, it's not a ghost horse. It would be great in its ridiculousness. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and say Matt didn't like the movie Seabiscuit. Look, Aww. that horse was beautiful. And I did like the movie Seabiscuit, especially <laughs> Tobey Maguire's red crazy hair in it. It was a tad long, but that's not the Yeah, thing. it was really long. Yeah. Um, so Frank now, his whole concept of reality utterly shattered. Flipped upside down. Uh, flipped upside down. He has to admit that uh, that this thing is real, and he honestly doesn't want to. He he says at one point in this episode, and I love this line. He's like, "I wish it was a lie. Yeah. I wish you were lying. I wanted it not to be true." I loved how quickly his you know his perception on all this turned around. I mean, he kept saying like you know I'm prote he was protecting Abby Mills 
because he knew that everyone thought she was crazy. Yep. Um, and he was really skeptical as to why they were asking him to destroy the evidence, to destroy, to destroy the skull. And he, when he found out that this headless horseman guy is a real thing, he's like, oh, shoot, no wonder. Mm -hmm. And it clicked right away, like no questions asked for him. Yeah. Quick note um, in that scene with the scientist, he's talking about, you know, all these tests they've been performing on the head. There's no cell structure in this thing. Yeah. Um, it definitely was alive, but not by any traditional means. It was ne it's not built like a real uh, skull. It has no DNA markers. Of any kind. Scrubbed of any sign of life. Can I just say how unimpressed that guy was though? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. That should have blown his effing mind. Like. He's like listening to the music. Yeah, like he's looking, he's working on something else, listening to music, and he should be like, Holy shit, let's get like everyone here because oh my god, this thing is not made of a material that I can even yeah. piece together with the air conditioning that Matt is signaling me to turn on as I reach up on camera and turn it on. Thank you, Matt, for interrupting me. Love you. Sorry. <laughs> Throwing hardcore shade. I was trying to keep business business, but if you want to make it personal, we can give everyone at home something to talk about. I was trying to be too hot to trot, but Matt just needs to be too cool Oh, you don't school. need Ugh. to try to be too hot to trot, okay? We, we've got some drama. Oh, here. please. Uh, what, what, what is you, happening? What this you is don't, what I come to on my first Sleepy Hollow What show. you don't know is that is that some of the folks at home are are sh currently shipping the two of us uh -huh. um so that's a thing and also i read that comment whoever sent it that they that jackie and steven constantly throw me shade on this show and let me tell you anything that happens on this show i let it happen <laughs> okay i am the captain of this ship the sheriff of this ship died and i came in from the police station to take it over and now we i captain the fun boat that is our after show okay now so Frank, he's, he's I, I appreciate how quickly he, he accepted it was the truth and he just got into it. Yeah. He's not a stupid guy. You, you see this, Matt? You see this, this light bulb here? Uh, is that? That looks like half I'm, of is that a like lamp a fish a and a turkey this leg. This is a light bulb? Look what I'm gonna throw you, Matt. Are you throwing me uh, a shade? I'm throwing you shade. <laughs> You're throwing me poorly drawn, unfinished hangman? What are we playing? Pictionary? What is this? Wow. Can we, we throw a dollar in the pun jar for that? Yeah. We're up to twenty-five fifty. If oh, you're not man. watching this on YouTube, you need to be. Yeah. Some people they just don't like YouTube. They want to drive and listen. You know? They okay, don't... so the skull is in this place and yeah. Frank goes and interrupts the guy in the music. He doesn't last long. Yeah. He he doesn't really last very long. Yeah. Um, and headless comes like, and we kind of saw that coming. Once the eyes open, you're like, okay, he knows where he is. Yeah, he knows where he is. Um, I thought last week from like the scenes from this week, it was going to be an assault on the police station, like in the Terminator. Uh, didn't get that necessarily, but we come out of it. And as I was saying, you know, Frank, all he needed was some proof. He's not going to continue to deny something that he now knows is real. He trusts yeah. his eyes. He's not stupid. He's a smart guy. He just wishes life were not this complicated. And, you know, I, I read something, uh, an article on io9 about how they make shows as crazy and as fantastical as Sleepy Hollow believable is because their characters are not idiots. Yeah. You know, like, like especially in Sleepy Hollow, you know, 
as humans, we feel like we need evidence to, you know, get proven wrong or, you know, to believe something. And this actually happens in Sleepy Hollow, and we can relate to that. And we know that our characters aren't stupid. Yeah. So. And they didn't end the episode taking the top of, of the headless off and saying, Agent Morales. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he didn't, wouldn't have gotten away with it, too. I mean, it has, it has, like, those moments where you're like, yeah. This is kind of comical, kind of Scooby-Doo-ish. Yeah. yeah. With them, but like, when, running away. But, but when they hear thumps, they know it's <laughs> only one thing. Gunshots. <laughs> yeah. Thumps. Yeah. Parentheses. Yeah. Thump. We need a thump. Thump. Fire oh, my God. Someone's captioners. got an AK. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm glad that the AK came back. Or, like, his arsenal, like, comes and goes. And I don't know how it wasn't just completely waterlogged when he was living in the river. Ghost arsenal. Ghost Arsenal. Okay, Ghost Arsenal. it's like it's, but it's corporeal. The bullets are corporeal. Like no, no, because because when he shoots, he still has like incendiary rounds because of his deathly powers. Mm. No, like because you see like things. No, he explode. got the arsenal from Andy in the first episode. I know, but. Death with the machine gun's different than Matt Lieberman with a machine gun. It uses ghost bullets that... It's also, you know, like going to hit its target, and it's not going to be completely useless. And I feel like also Death is one of those one-hit-kill things no matter what. Yeah. Because when he's chasing down Paul Revere on his horse, and he slices the guy in the arm, it, like, kills the guy. Instantly. Yeah. So I feel like a touch of Death is the same as if it was a touch of Death. Okay. I'll just add a touch of death to this show. A touch of death. <laughs> a touch of death. Just, just a sprinkle. A sprinkle. Yeah. Maybe like a dash. But Machine Gun Lieberman would be, would be pretty, pretty That needs sweet. to be your new Twitter handle. Machine Gun <laughs> Lieberman. No, absolutely well, make not. Make it a hashtag. It'll, yeah. it'll be trending. So in we're going to make a web series. <laughs> so uh, after Frank accepts uh, the inevitable that the horseman is real, he joins in on the fun as uh, they try to destroy the head, and then they're making fake heads. Okay, this confused the hell out yeah, of me. Yeah, same here. I was like, it would take me a week to make something that detailed and like sculpted it out. And they have like 30 of them already made. Right, but and I mean, he's, before he's sundown. squashed one. You don't think one was, you don't think they were no, all just they like plastic Halloween They were, but skulls. like, that's but what I mean. Like they were, but the way they filmed it where you just see a room full of them uh, yeah, and them carving, true. I'm yeah. just like, they made all these skulls already. No. <laughs> Just kudos to the production design, man. They made those. They made those skulls look bomb and a half. Uh, and you know, three of them painting at the same time. They got some hours. They got yeah. it done. And uh, I mean, he comes out at night anyway. They've got all night to do it. Right. So. And it was it was a clever ploy. But then they made like thirty of them, and they only used two. <laughs> they used three, I thought. No, the third three. one was the real head. With the bling and there the teeth. There was one in Ichabod's little thing. No, because he stomps one, crushes two, I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought he... All right, so he uses three. We're, but, we're quibbling. But why would they give Abby the real one? Why wouldn't they... Right? Because she was the bait. She was the bait to get him into the trap. But if he was following the fake ones, why didn't he just yeah. use the real one? I'm just going to talk like this. <laughs> uh, I'm sure Ichabod Good. You keep talking like that for the rest of the episode and see how you like it. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> see? Oh, you already you ran away. You ran away from your premise. I think he'll Ooh. have a headache from his own voice change. He'll, he'll have a headless he'll ache? A, a, mm. Mm. a headless Punch ache. Jar. 26. There you go. I wish I thought of that. You were so oh, close. God. So close. Yeah. Uh, um, it was a sling and a miss. So before, before <laughs> we get... Did you say sling and a miss? Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that one. Uh, 26. <laughs> I just got it. Um, so before this, though, I we tried. get, we get nice. Andy and... We got to talk about Andy and Morales before how this ending plays out. Yes. All right. So uh, 
Morales, uh, he sidles up to Abby and he's like, listen, before we dated, we were friends. You know, you're really going to cut me out of your life entirely. Puts on his best charm face. And even Abby can't completely resist it. So she's like, all right, we'll go to coffee. And uh, Ichabod teases her mercilessly about <laughs> it. And uh, dark figure watching them. Yeah, you know, and she's like, she try, she's like, he knows that she's gonna cancel on him because she's she's afraid to feel anything for for this guy. It it, it ended badly, um, and uh, he winds up running into Dead Andy, mm -hmm. Dead Andy, who like first of all grabs him by the face and shoves a gun in it and starts vibrating in what was, I thought, like the creepiest effect <laughs> this week. It was like really effing strange. That was that? probably crazy to edit. Yeah. Because they, they had like five different camera angles from the same kind oh, of position. Yes, I remember And that. then to make it look like they were shaking, they, they cut between them really fast, but they still need to have the mouth movements line up yeah. and everything. That probably took a good four hours of editing just to get yeah. that scene that looking right. That was creepy. That, there's a lot of creepy moments like that. Similar, but that, was, that definitely takes the cake, I think. Well, it, it all goes back to like the creepiness of still, still photography cinema, where it's like when limbs move as if they're stop motion mm -hmm. and everything right. else is moving normally. They did that at the end of uh, 13 Ghosts. They do it in a lot of things like The Ring. And whenever they do it in this, it's just, it just has that effect, especially with... Uh, Moloch, what God? Moloch, Moloch, especially with yeah. Moloch when he's walking away, and then with Andy yeah. when he's like this. It really, as a, it puts Andy in a different level, because before he was just dead Andy. Now he's dead Andy with the powers of Moloch a little like bit. Demonized. Like yeah. he's got a little bit more power than he's, we thought. He's yeah. been he's been weaponized, and it re um, really affected Morales. Yeah, and it re reinforced that these demons are only seen when they want to be. Uh, all the video surveillance footage cut out uh, mm -hmm. when uh, the horseman was at the the lab, and uh, he tells he tells Morales, "You can't protect Abby. Only I can protect Abby. The end is coming for everyone but a chosen few." Yeah, which is a really ominous thing to say. Uh, I'm wondering who the chosen few are. Is he talking about people who worship Moloch and beg his forgiveness? Is he talking about the witnesses? We're not entirely sure what his game plan is, the but he says he says he's trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Um, and I honestly, I believe him. I'm wondering if he he got caught up in this Moloch death business, you know, and he didn't really have a way out of it. Like, it's kind of like once you're jumped into a gang, you can't really leave. Yeah, he didn't know what he was getting himself into. And, and now it's this. And I think he, he's just trying to warn Luke as kind of just his courtesy to him. Mm -hmm. Just to be like, hey, you know, watch out. This is what happened to me. It could happen to you. It worries me when people try to do things for the benefit of others without knowing the whole situation. Yeah. And that's what I feel his thing is. He's going to be the... He's, he's being manipulated without even knowing it mm. because he's seeing this one side and how things are going to go, but he Are we talking about Andy or are we talking Andy. about... All right. Andy. He's seeing, he's seeing how things are going to go, but he doesn't really know how things are going to go because he doesn't know the other side of it. Yeah. So I feel like he's, he probably was good coven. We don't even know about the covens yet. We haven't really gotten much coven. No, and I thought we were going to this week when the topic of witches was were brought up, but then instead we got uh, UV, light. U UV light prison. <laughs> Home Depot is good coven. Yeah. <laughs> we were light on witches this week. 
Hunjar. Yes. Yeah. 27. <laughs> I'm finally getting into nice. my groove with these. We need to just drug you every week to raise the money in Punjab. Oh, no. We're not going to do that. It's bad for my <laughs> stomach. <laughs> it is. You can't You can't take that much uh, uh, hydrocodone. It's I bad mean, for you. Matt, you, what, is your, what does your doshas on the bottle say? Does it say, say take one if by slant and take two if by speed? <laughs> <laughs> Punjar. No, it nice. says take four if by double C. That should be worth <laughs> yeah. one whole dollar. I really think that's a new hashtag, four if by double C. Four if by double C. <laughs> I want it. I want it on a shirt, people. Trend it. Yeah. All right. So now do my bidding. So later we see Morales in front of his computer, and he's like really hesitating to answer the Abby phone call. Like this really, really affected him. Just as we see, I mean, we're seeing more and more of the people from the uh, station realize that things are not as they seem. Irving found out this episode. Yeah. And now we find out that Morales wasn't good or bad coven. He's just a normal guy, and now he's being dragged into this. He's just yeah. a dude. And we also got... Blondie. Yeah. Yeah. Blondie, uh, we still think, could be a coven guy. But we also learned definitively that Frank is not a mason. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He knows what they are, but that's not what was up. Well, also, because remember in the house they were talking about the headless horseman and some guy who was cleaning i thought it was blondie looked up and was looking at them and when they mm -hmm. said to stop talking he looked back down yeah it was suspicious mm. it was very suspicious That's something to look forward to later it is perhaps <coughs> perhaps <laughs> perhaps um but I, i'm still curious to see what role he plays in the larger narrative talking about morales he definitely is still in love with abby oh, um yeah. he definitely cares about her i and this may be an overreach but like in terms of like Andy's extreme, like, you know, I have to protect Abby kind of a thing. I'm wondering if he had feelings for her while he was alive. Yeah, I was a little confused by but, his tone. Yeah, but it may just be <clears throat> he knows what's coming and he does he's she's his friend. She doesn't he doesn't want to see her die. Well, I gotta say, like, go back to the first episode. Andy wanted mm -hmm. Abby to stay away. Mm -hmm. He was happy. He was like the first one to kind of believe this whole thing. A little bit, and he was just kind of the one who was trying to keep her out of danger in the beginning. So I really think Andy if there's a good and bad coven, Andy's got to be good coven because he knows she's a witness. But if he's good coven, then how does Mo does Moloch just get him? How, how does Moloch bribe him? How does Moloch get him and make him his? Because once you're dead, all bets are off. Well, it's no, but like it was before he, he was dead. Before he was dead, he was giving uh, he was giving the horsemen weapons. He was doing all that. So unless he was undercover, which he very well might That's be, he's a, he's, a, he's a cop. You know, so he might have been undercover. We'll find out. We're it looks like next week we're getting a headless horseman backstory episode. Yeah. Which is great. So maybe we'll get into Andy backstory <clears throat> episode before the season season is out. Um So they capture Headless. They yeah. yeah. They trap him as Andy said they would. And I gotta say, there's a there's a visionaire, um <laughs> what is it called? A, it, was it visionoir? What? Are you talking about the the the, the, code. the code? The vision oh, R code. Yeah. Was Visionaire, Virginaire. Virginaire code. Virgin versus, America. Versus the what code? Virgin Atlantic. <laughs> Cicero? Cicero? Cicero making a comeback from last week. Yeah. That, yeah. That's not the type of code. Oh, but okay. there is... Um, it's a it's a one oh something square yeah it's like it's uh well no he makes he makes a version air square okay. um to try to break the code but it's it's either um a letter substitution where you take one letter and then you advance everything by that many or it's a word substitution which is a combination which um, you need the word or you're <clears> kind of screwed exactly and he finds out the word because man 
You know Headless be rocking some, spitting some sick raps. They that see plane. me riding my ghost horse. They can't handle I'm riding deathly. I'm, I'm, I'm riding deathly. Oh, yeah, I'm riding deathly. Oh, yeah, I'm riding Ride deathly. Headless. Come oh, on, you're man. right. That's both work. All right, fine. Riding You'll, Headless is better. You only get one shot. One opportunity to seize every head that I ever wanted. Thump, thump, thump. <laughs> yeah. Thump, thump, thump. Okay, so... Headless. Um, we're rambling. Anyway. You want to do predictions? Yeah, let's do predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Ooh, yeah. It's my head in a jar. <laughs> oh. Nice. It's a really nice jar. It's. Oh. I'm going to put it on top of me. I want to connect it to my body. It's the only thing stopping <laughs> me. Uh, us from the apocalypse. <laughs> I want my boys to ride. So give me back my head. Oh, Can we just too good. Like this this is too good. <laughs> See, we have fun here. We I like it. Yeah. So how I many, like what's the pun jar right now after that whole? Well, I mean, if we're counting songs, then I would say we're probably. Say like maybe 30 bucks. Oh, I was gonna say twenty-eight, but um, being generous, let's say twenty-nine. <laughs> twenty-nine, and we we might have to cancel the pun jar if we have to if we get sued for royalties on that. But we won't get sued. Nah. Nah. All right, predictions, guys. Yeah, I have a few. Please, Joyce, let us in. Let her lay them on us. Let well, um, I sensed, especially from the last episode, I sensed a little bit of. Um, maybe emotion feelings between Abby and Ichabod. Um, so I kind of predict like this love square, I guess, because I'm going to mm -hmm. include Luke if he makes it, which I don't think he will, by the way. Oh, damn. I don't. I don't think he'll make it all the way through the season. Um, but I do predict some sort of love square with Katrina, Ichabod, Luke, and Abby. And for Frank, I think that, you know, now that he's in on this whole headless horseman deal and Ichabod is from the past. Um, I think as a leader, he's going to kind of be perceived as not, uh, you know, much of a leader by everybody else that he works with because they're probably going to think that he's crumbling because they probably don't believe all of this stuff. Yeah, he was talking about uh, the FBI. He wants to call the government. He wants to call somebody. But what would that exactly. accomplish? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, what can he do at this point? Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like that'll be a struggle for his character throughout the rest of the season. Totally. So, yeah. All good predictions, well, Steven. <laughs> you go, Matt. All right. <laughs> I'll take the spot. <clears throat> Listen up, y'all, because this is it. Uh, this prediction is going to be predictious. <laughs> Way too proud. Way too proud. He's not even Do I need reacting. to give you a beat, Matt? He's not yeah. even reacting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. no just too we're not doing that. <laughs> we've, we've, said, we've, we've had too much fun tonight already. Um, so next week we get this uh, Headless Horseman backstory. I'm really stoked about that. I, I think whatever we find out, whatever we find out next week, it's going to seem like not that much, but it's going to be one of those details that's ultimately going to play out over the course of the whole series. Like, we, we don't really know much about our enemy. We don't know why they want to bring the apocalypse. Maybe we find yeah. that out next week. I don't think we're going to get... I don't think we're going to get 
Abby and Ichabod together until at least the end yeah, of the second definitely season. Yeah, not until much later. But, you know, like, I'm the one who said, you know, that Jenny was making a little eyes at him. Maybe he's feeling a little frustrated after looking at that webcam stripper. <laughs> who knows? Oh, and speaking of Jenny, um, I thought when, when Ichabod said something like, um, you know, it's not the first time he's lost friends in battle and it certainly won't be the last, mm -hmm. I kind of felt like that was... A little ominous. I mean, I'm not thinking that Abby's going to die. Maybe some near-death experience will happen to her. Or perhaps when Jenny gets, you know, more, you know, into the season and stuff, something might happen to her if they become friends. And Yeah, I hope not because we want to see them repair that relationship. Yeah, for sure. But as, as Orlando said, anyone who dies on this show could just as easily come back. Nobody's dead forever. Steven. True that. He also said that there are dragons in the Book of Revelations. That's true. Ew. And I, I, I really like hope that maybe we see something like that. In the opening sequence of the show, we see the Sandman do a do a action that we didn't see in the episode with Sandman. So I'm wondering if there's going to be an episode where they bring back a lot of the a lot of the monsters, even if it's in Frank's mind or even if it's in like somebody's mind or something like that. That would be interesting. It'd be interesting at what they do with Frank's character now that he knows whether pe forces of evil that sent him to the place in the, in the first place now that he knows mm -hmm. are going to use him in different ways. Um, oh, and we forgot to talk about his uh, ex-wife. Yeah, we see, I mean, we hear about his ex-wife. They took the dog and he mm -hmm. has a daughter and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, we see Headless <laughs> has other masked men who are basically his cronies. like. The mostly the mostly headless horsemen. Yes. Are these the the one of four people to bring about the apocalypse? Is that? No, okay. not 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 the riders. Not other riders. They looked almost like ninjas. They, ninjas in white. They looked hmm. like Sandmen. Mate, an army of Sandmen. I don't know, man. I don't know if Rock and Rontiers. Rock and Rontiers is a is a, well, an yeah, American Indian spirit. Yeah, I don't think it's Rock and Rontiers, but they, they looked like that. They looked okay. white, pale, and they looked like they dripped down, kind of. Gross. Way. Like it didn't look like they they looked like fleshy mounds of <laughs> Slenderman. <laughs> you said fleshy mounds. You I know think what? it's time to wrap up this show. <laughs> what? <laughs> All yes. right, I think that, and then I don't know. Um, I think. I don't know. Once there's silence, I guess I'll just Fleshy shut up. mounds, <laughs> Stephen letting words rip, Fleshy even though they're mounds. highly inappropriate. Headless uh, horsemen <laughs> spreading death all over with an AK or with a giant battle that got stuck <laughs> in a tree. Fair around. Every <laughs> beep there behind you, there's a witch or something, or maybe just Ghost Andy Dunn. Highest ratings. On TV this season, even though Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. also does very well. Turn around, Abby. <laughs> or Headless, that's what you want to go. Oh, God, okay. I hope I come back to the show. I hope so, too. All right, we said it earlier, but Joyce, where can the people find you? If you're still listening. If you're still listening, on Twitter, at jajuri, J-A-O-U-R-I, and uh, on Instagram, at Eroja, I-R-U-O-J-A. Steven. Uh, you can find me here on the Sleepy Hollow After Show, obviously. And you can find me on Twitter at S-T-E-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X or that name that's right 
there. Okay. <laughs> I can see it on my screen. Okay, awesome. But uh, do that. And uh, follow us for Punjar. Follow us for Punjar. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. Uh, you can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV for the Sons of Anarchy and Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, oh. after shows. And uh, I hopefully we'll be announcing more shows soon. Uh, the Doctor Who 50th Anniversary Special is coming up. I will be hosting it. I'll be announcing details of that soon enough. Thank you guys for watching and or listening. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Shout out to Jackie B. Shout out to Jackie B. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz night, sleepyheads. Say it again. Good night, sleepyheads. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.